Well, what is it? Do you think it's a, a sort of clash of personalities? The boys, the Beatles, yeah, well, they've been over here several times. Mm. And to me, they seem to have a say in everything that happens. I would have ma imagined. I don't know in that world. Well, uh, I think they've always been like that, not just since Brian has taken them over. They've always been like that. They've always sort of had a little bit to say. But um, from the point of um, clash of personalities, well, probably that may be it, because it, Peter was uh, did have a terrific fan club, you know, yeah. compared to the others. It's still good-looking, perhaps, eh? Well, I'll leave that for the yes. other people to say, but... From my point of view, we haven't come here to sort of um, throw any st sticks and stones at the boys because there is no really hard feeling. There was at first, but as I say, success mm. is hard to come by and these things do happen. But it's just the way that it was done that has annoyed us, mm. that's all. If it had done, been done a bit more straightforward, it would have been more to the mark. I've forgotten about it now, you know, I don't know what they are. Yeah. The, the way I look at it, you know, just let it lie now. Except no. for the reports in the papers, now, you know, it gets me a bit niggled at times. They keep, keep going having a go at you, do they? Yeah, you know. Well, what, do, what do they say mainly? Well, you know, drummer wasn't too good, the beat wasn't so hot, you know. Was... How do you get on with Ringo? Do you talk to Ringo? Well, I haven't seen Ringo for donkey's years. I used to be good mates of his, mm. you know, before the replacements of his. We're still mates now, like, but yeah. I haven't seen him to have a chat with him or anything like that. Can this show get any worse? No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Evolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world. But when you talk about destruction, don't you know that you can count me out? Don't you know it's gonna be all right? Got a real solution Well, you know We don't love to see the plan You ask me for a contribution Well, you know We all do what we can But if you want money for people with minds that hate all I can tell you is, brother, you have to wait. All right.
Really, we start with a, a show as good as that, a song as good as that. That's a brilliant song. Yeah, it was good. It was the Beatles. Have you heard of them? Uh, They're good, they are. Me. They did that song, um, Blue Jay Way. Never heard of it. Okay. Uh, Ian Lee uh, on Absolute Radio. Eloise is here. Yeah. Uh, you're a bit quiet. As Some... someone changed my setting. Oh, Jesus! I swear to God, after the, f- the filth that was in the studio yesterday and people messing with our settings, it sounds funny in my ears. I'm on Russ Williams' setting. I am going to... Um, do a dirty protest in this studio. Yeah, I've been broing. We should, listen, we should uh, be speaking politely and, and cleanly because um, our, our guest is probably listening to this way over in America. I think she's in California, I'm not sure, we'll ask her. And she's probably thinking, when they phone me in 15 minutes' time, I'm not going to answer that telephone. I don't want to be involved in this film. So that's what she's thinking. The guest uh, tonight, you, you, you probably won't have heard of her. She's a singer-songwriter called Margot Guyan. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. She'll correct me if I'm not. Um who kind of made this obscure album in 1968 that's beautiful. And I stumbled across it on the internet by accident, and then I tweeted that I'd found this album, and like an hour later, she tweeted to me, oh, thanks very much. Couldn't believe it. And so we've kind of been um, chatting via the emails and Facebook, and she's coming on the show. Now, Eloise pointed out quite rightly, it could be an elaborate hoax. Yeah. This could be a fake who knows? Why anyone would want to, to fake being an obscure singer-songwriter from 1968, I don't know. I think that would be funny, though. It would be funny, wouldn't I it? I might do it, and then and then you know how you can set up so if anyone yeah. mentions yeah, yeah, yeah. who you pretend to be, then I'd contact them. That's obviously how well, I guess she did it. She okay. did it. Okay, well, so who, I'm going to do it. Who can I who be? Who could you be that's obscure enough? Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. There's the first topic of conversation. Obviously, it have to be a female. Who could Eloise uh, pretend to be so that if anybody randomly um, mentions them online, she can go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Yes, that's me. Anyway, Margot's coming on uh, just after 20 past, and we'll play a couple of songs. We've got a beautiful song uh, of hers that... Um, uh, we're going to play some Glen Campbell. How cool is that? Mm. I don't think Mr Grace is listening, so we can play what we want, but we're going to play a Glen yeah. Campbell and Bobby Gentry song, and then we'll play her singing as well. Fantastic. So that's all coming up a little bit. Well, look, someone's calling in already. Should we, should we go to the S-line one? You're on the wireless. Oh, good evening, Ian. It's, it's Gatford. Hello, Gatford. Your phone's working, is it? <laughs> it's working now. Good lad. What can we do for you, madam? Well, I've got one of these fancy shiny new iPhones. Oh, yes. Yeah, I downloaded the, the Ian Lee app. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Just can't find the Gatford clip. Is there a Gatford clip on the on the app? Um, I'm not sure there is a Gatford no, clip. No, I don't think so. Sh- sh- <clears throat> Shall I record one now? Well, you can, but we won't use it. 
There is going to be an iPhone update at some point when we get round to it, but I don't think there is. Uh, a, there's plenty of Verinda, there's yeah. loads of Andre, and there's too many yeah. of Barry. I think if we did one again, we wouldn't put any Barry from what. Oi! Sorry? Oi! What? Shut your cake, is it, no, is that you using the app there, Gafford? That, that could be me using... Let me, let me try again. Let me shake and I'll get another random clip. Okay. okay. Let, let me go. Right, go. Shut your pie out! Oh, it's good, that, isn't it? Oh, well one. done. Lovely, lovely. Oh, well, that's nice, because I hate to think the old fool had phoned up himself. Yeah. Oi! Right, all right, Gafford, we get the idea. You can turn the app off now. Oh, OK, yeah, fine. Shut your cake out! All right, oh, Gafford. Sorry, sorry, it's the shaky hand. Sorry, yeah, we've, we've got the idea, but what a lot of fun. But no... Shut, shut your... Uh, shut... Sh- what's it? Your pie out! Hang on a minute, that's not the app, is it? No, no it's, it's me. me! Barry, are you on the line? Shut your cake... Yeah, I've done that. Yes, yeah, me. I'm... I'm... Um, I'm annoyed with you. I don't want to talk to you after last night's d- debacle. Were you being <laughs> offensive about my wife? Excuse me. What? I do think we've got our wives You crossed. called her a right sort and said that if you weren't <laughs> married, you'd have a go. No, no. Can I just set the record straight? Uh, is this you apologising, is it? Well, it, I, I think that we got off on the wrong... On today of all days. Under, you, I'm still speaking. You didn't understand what I was saying. I understood you used the phrase, she's a right sort. I also heard you uh, and understood you saying that if you weren't with Margaret, you would have a go. Forget about the second bit, but let's be fair. I've met your wife. I don't think it'd be disrespectful to say she's a bit of a sort. And a, 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 a good eight. A good eight or nine. It was nine, nine or ten last night. Out of ten. She's dropped two points? I don't even want you rating well, my wife. Kind of, it's a, well, it's a presentable face. What, what do you mean? Um, <laughs> And your wife's got a lovely, and I'm being this in the nicest way, a lovely set of knockers and quite a nice possum. Now that is me de- defending the lady's honour. I'm speech... I'm, I'm, listen, I'm talking now. I'm speechless that you think it's appropriate to talk about Fandango like that. Oh, that's political correctness gone mad, No, mate. it's my wife's knockers and bum-bum. Well, particularly a bum-bum is nice. Get, what, I'm, what are you I doing looking at that? Her. I, mate, don't get me wrong, I respect her, particularly her bum-bum. Right, you, you, you can stop this now. When have you been looking at her bum-bum? Well, when I met her at Absolute Radio, right. and she and I would like to say whoever it was, Ian, he may have given the impression your wife was a munter. She ain't, she's lovely. And she's exactly. got a lovely bottom, <laughs> she wants to show it off a bit more. Right. And I mean that in the kindest, most gentlemanly way. If you were here, I'd slap your face with a leather glove before poking your eyes at you. You've been horrible and sleazy about her. That's my missus. That's the the mother of my child you're talking about. How dare you? Ian, Ian, Ian. Yes, Gatford. Say something complimentary about Margaret and see how he reacts. Well, if you can't think of it. Okay, I've met (laughs) Margaret. I'll give you the next, I'll give you till one o'clock. Oh, okay. Margaret smells all right. Well, that, yes, uh, she made a special effort. That I don't, day. listen, I don't want to get involved in, in tit-for-tat, all right, Barry? Mate, I'm not doing it. I'm defending your lady's honour. I don't want you defending her honour by saying she's got a nice bum-bum and lovely... Just g- g- leave it. I'm, I'm I, sp- I should be... I, I should, Coco. I, I should be applauded for defending your wife's honour. Go away, you're a dirty old man from a different time. This is not the Benny Hill show. You're from a different era... Go away, Barry, go away. 
Well, you've got me all wrong, and if she's listening, I think you'll love me, buddy. She's not interested in you, you horrible, slimy, 86-year-old man. Go away. Too shy, I've thrown down the gauntlet to you, you flipping leg. I'm furious. I was in a good mood at the start of the show, and Barry's going to come and... I wanted to know how he was going to end that. You're flipping something. I wonder what it was. We'll play a song, then we'll start again, shall we? Yeah. OK. Take me into the night, and I'm an easy lover. Take me into the fight, and I'm an easy brother, and I'm on fire. Burn my sweet effigy, I'm a rude. On the wheel, I wanna taste the heart, and I'm on fire, and I'm on fire, I'm on when I'm doing a show and I've got the TV on. I never, I never do. But the miners are coming out this evening. We may get a miner out during this show. I think that's the coolest, coolest thing. It's very rarely I get gripped 
by a news story. I find the news kind of tedious and depressing and stuff. But this miner's story. If this works, look, there's the capsule they're coming out in. That's ridiculous. I think it's the most exciting story, and uh, we will, you know... It's very rarely that I do that. You know, this is not a newsy show at all. It's very light-hearted, nonsensical, slapstick, knockabout, manic phone-in, I believe it's described as something like that in the Radio Times. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, cigars all round if they get one of those milers out this evening. If it all goes pear-shaped, then well, who knows what's going to happen, but uh, very exciting. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number to call us. Call up. The way it works, you call up. We kind of talk about bits and pieces, and some of that may interest you, or you may have something else you want to talk about. Uh, you call up, Eloise calls you back, and it doesn't cost you that much money. I say that, my producer, Eloise, I don't know where she is. Um, she seems to have disappeared. I don't know what, what's happened there. She did go and have a huge burger earlier on, so there's a possibility. I don't know. But maybe something's happening here. I don't know. But 0330-123-1215 is the telephone number if you want to talk about minors. Oh, we're going to do colourblind tests later on. There is, there is a chance that Eloise may be a colourblind. She could be. So uh, I thought we might do some of those eye tests that you can get on. You know the ones you have to see the number in the swirling letters, the swirling colours? We'll have a go at that. Uh, so if you're a colourblind, could you give us a call? And let us know what colours you cut. It doesn't work, does it? That you like you you think grass is the same. You know, you think grass is blue when I we know it's green. It doesn't work like that, does it? It just like some colours are grey, aren't they? I think I'm not sure. You can hear from the way I'm waffling on. I don't actually know how the colour blindness works. Oh, double three oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen. The phone's ringing for a long time. It's because Eloise is naffed off somewhere. Don't Eloise, where are you? Unbelievable. We'll go to Zoe in Hampstead. Good evening, Zoe. Hi. How you doing? I'm, I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I had a productive day today and I managed to get a doze in. Result. That sounds like a good day to me. It's a perfect day. I'm a little bit colourblind. Hang on, excuse me, Zoe, one second. Where have you been, Eloise? Pardon? Where, where have you been? Um, so I left my pad and pen right. down, out there, cleaners have tidied it away, and it had all the stuff I needed in, like all my showy stuff, and, um, they're t- Zoe, carry on. I'm a little bit colourblind. What colours can't you see? How does it work? I can't tell the difference between blue and purple. Really? Someone will look at something and say, look at that purple car, and I'll say, that's a blue car. So you think that Prince dresses in blue all the time? Not that extreme. Okay. And how did you discover this? Because I went to the eye person. Oh, yeah. Um, and he did those tests where he shows you the numbers in a little blog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't see any numbers. Oh, I wish I was colour blind. No, you don't. Well, I sort of do, because it's, it's a disability, and I'm not in any way mocking it, but it's not like... You know, it, it's not a serious one. I mean, yes, you, you can't be a pilot, Zoe, but you didn't want to be a pilot, did you? Not at all. I hate flying. Well, then there you go, you see. So that, that's, a, that's a bonus. If, if they introduce conscription for young ladies, and they could do uh, with what's going on in the world, they couldn't get you in the RAF, Zoe, because you can't fly. No, but then I'd just be sent to the front line. Oh, yeah, that's true. You'd be cannon fodder. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. What can I do for you, Zoe? Well, today was my 15th birthday. Oh, hang on a second. I've got a sound effect for, uh, for 15th birthdays. Hang on one second. Let's, That's uh, exciting. It is exciting. Hang on a second. Stay there. Um, hang on a minute. Someone's moved. Uh, 
Uh, here it is. Right, so, uh, hang on a second. Happy birthday! Uh, say, say it again, you say it. Today was my 15th birthday. No, that's the wrong one. Hang on a second, hang on a second. <laughs> here we go, right, you say it again, go on. Today was my 15th birthday. There we go. Well done, sir. Congratulations. And what did you get for your 15th birthday? A new bike? One I of those... a sewing machine. You got a what? A sewing machine. Sorry, can I ask you a question? Yes. What year do you think it is? 2010. Oh, okay, sorry, I, I, was, I was wondering if maybe you'd been flung forward from the Victorian era, uh, but you hadn't realised it. You know in time travel films, they always, there's always the person who travels in time, always goes up to someone and goes, excuse me, what's the date? They go, 2nd of March. Yeah, but I, what year? Well, it's 1987, of course. Oh, my God, they do that. But you know, you're, you're from this era, wow. I do that to people in the street and they give me funny looks. Yeah, how come in time travel movies, right, the person who, someone who's travelled through time always manages to convince, like, a girl or a boy that they've travelled through time. They go, oh, I'm from, I'm from the future. Oh, all right, then, let's make, you know, they, they kind of, they, they accept it just quite easily. But, see, if I was from the future, I'd pull some snazzy tricks. I'd be like... Yeah. In about 40 minutes, the first miner is going to come out of yeah, the mine. Yeah, Well, that, you can do that now. But they, that's only because they're saying that on Sky, that it's going to come out in 40 minutes. Sky have yeah. got, got a little um, uh, tally counter at the top of the screen. Miners rescued, zero of 33. <laughs> Sky are crazy. Sky is, I think, perhaps... The, the, well, I mean, it's a very strange news channel. So, sorry, was there anything we could do for you? Um, no, I just wanted to say Hello. And r- remind us what today is? It's my birthday. This is the Absolute Radio. Hello, this is Ben Jones, and right now at absoluteradio.co.uk, you can win yourself a four-star stay in London with tickets to the West End show, We Will Rock You. We've all heard of Big Ben, Buckingham Palace, and the London Eye, but what about the hidden gems that you can only experience in London? My hidden gem is Richmond Park, which is great in the pouring rain or a post-Sunday lunch walk. I even saw Mick Jagger playing Frisbee recently, although I can't guarantee you will. Tell us about your personal favourite and why it's so special to you at absoluteradio.co.uk, and you could be enjoying this amazing VIP package in the nation's capital. All thanks to Visit London. Absolute Radio. A chip on your windscreen needn't be a hassle when you call Autoglass directly. We'll come to wherever you are at the most convenient time for you to do the repair. And if you fully comp, it's usually free and won't affect your no-claims bonus. Call Autoglass directly on 0800 234 or visit autoglass.co.uk. Autoglass repair, Autoglass replace. It's easy for fires to start. A smoke alarm will alert you in seconds if it's got a working battery. So remember the drill. Get it, install it, check it. It could save someone's life. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Shining from your eyes Sleepy face Smiling into mine Sunday morning Lots of time with nothing to do Lots of time spent with you On Sunday morning It's so quiet in the street We can hear the sound of feet walking by I'll put coffee on the brew We can have a cup or two And do what other people do 
on Sunday morning. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday, I love Sunday, Sunday morning. Come hold me in your arms, I love you. Lots of time with nothing to do, lots of time spent with you on Sunday morning. It's so quiet in the street, we can hear the sound of feet walking by. I'll put coffee on the brew, we can have a cup or two and do what other people do on Sunday morning. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday, I love Sunday, Sunday morning. Come hold me in your arms, I love you. Yes, everything's alright. Sunday morning, everything's alright. Sunday morning, yes, everything's alright. Sunday morning, everything's alright. Fantastic. Oh, Glen Campbell and Bobby Gentry. Listen, kids, if you don't know, if Glen Campbell to you is just the rhinestone cowboy and stuff like that, which is an amazing song, you want you need to go and you need to check out some of his earlier stuff because it's awesome. What a voice, what a guitar player. Anyway, that was the song Sunday Morning, uh, which is written by our next guest, Margot. Now, Margot, is it Guryan? Gurian. Gurian. Oh, man. Gurian. I've been, been practising and I got it wrong. Uh, no, well, not not that far off. Hey, listen, it's an honour to talk to you. I think we should tell uh, the listener... Th- it's a, we came in contact with each other in a very strange way. I was downloading some Arthur Lee and Love albums online, and next to that was um, your album, um, and the, it kind of... I'd never heard it. Was it... It's Take a Picture. Oh, yeah. You heard Take a Picture. Yeah, well, that album, was that, was that the name of the album? I could, uh, yes, but the song you had up wasn't on that album. Is it not on that album? That's on the Demos album, oh. or the Thoughts album, which was released in the UK. Aha, uh-huh. which I, I have, I'm about to order on Amazon as well, so I should be treating myself to uh, that very... Oh, sh- order the Thoughts one, not the Demos one. Okay, is, is the Thoughts one better? It's the same album, but the thoughts have two cuts on it that I didn't write, and they're very nice cuts. You might like them. Oh, I should have a listen to that. But so I downloaded this album. If I'm completely honest, Margot, it's Uh because I'm a sucker for late 60s albums with kind of that sort of cute, slightly moody female vocalists on the cover. And it, it's <laughs> That's a, what I look like. It, it was a very cute cover, very <laughs> cute cover. And I downloaded it, and I was listening to it, and I just thought, this is fantastic. Aww. And I know my kind of late 60s music, but I'd never heard of this record, or heard of you, I'm ashamed to say. And it's well, a treat. you're not alone. Don't feel badly. <laughs> I did feel badly, but then... <laughs> so then I go on Twitter. We're living in the future. I went on Twitter and said, I've just found this marvellous album by this singer. It's great. An hour later... You sent me a message. 
I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm instantly thinking, this is some weirdo pretending to be Margot. But yes, it was you. you didn't trust me, did you? I, I didn't. <laughs> I feel guilty now, but I kept, I, listen, I kept emailing Margot, are you sure this is you? And it, it would seem, an, you would seem an odd person to impersonate. W- what were you doing on Twitter? Were you just looking or have you got one of those search engines that pops up with your name or what was happening? You know, I found a similar tweet one day, and I got on Twitter to thank this person. Yeah. And so I'm very rarely on it, because I don't just like tweeting 140 characters and waiting for somebody to answer it. Yes. It's it's silly. I like Facebook a lot better, yeah. because you get to share music, and people can put up news articles or political stories, yeah. and it's very interesting. But Twitter is just a few comments, but I saw yours, and I had no idea that you had a radio show, and I just wrote and said thank you, and and that's how we uh, got together. It's, it's very kind of you to get in touch, and I was, I, when I, when I asked, and I was, I got, I was emailing you, I was Facebooking you going, is, are you the person who just tweeted me, and it was you, and it's fantastic that it is, because it's an honour to talk to you. <laughs> now, the first song we played there was Glenn Campbell and Bobby Gentry. Yes. How, I mean, did you, because a lot of good people have recorded your songs, uh, uh, Mama Cass yes. has recorded your songs, um, uh, Bobby Gentry, of course, as we just know, Dizzy Gillespie? No. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? He may have recorded a song uh, by Arif Mardin, who was that wonderful composer who who did all the Saturday night uh, fever music. Oh, okay, yeah. And he did it with the Bee Gees, but Arif was originally a jazz musician. Yeah. And I may have done lyrics to a song that he wrote that Dizzy Gillespie recorded, okay. but it wasn't my song. Oh, okay. Well, then, Actually. Okay, so the, the album is Take a Picture. It's from 1968. Right. How did you come about to record that album? Well, I had actually recorded, been signed to record an album earlier mm. by Atlantic Records, but I couldn't damn sing. <laughs> and... You know, they just got me into the studio, and at that point, if you made a mistake, all the musicians had to begin again, because they had no tracking, and it was just a disaster. But they took one of the songs that I had written, and they had Chris Connor record it. Now, she was um, a rather big jazz artist. Yeah. And at the time, I was very, very into jazz. Yeah. And so that was my first uh, recording, was Chris Connor. And the song was called Moonride, and it had talking in it, and it was very weird. <laughs> and um, it, it was wonderful. Chris yeah. had one time told me she was known as the first rapper because of that song. Fantastic. <laughs> because of the talk. Fantastic. But I continued to write. And at some point in the 60s, I got very turned on. Oh, I noticed there was a tweet on your on uh, response mm. to your page by somebody who said, sounds like she belongs to the Beatles. Yes, yeah, so it sounds like she belongs to the Beatles era, which is, I, I guess is kind of fair enough. Well, the he song was 100% had... right. Exactly. Be- because at the point that I started listening to the Beach Boys and the mm. Beatles... And all of the wonderful music that was coming out at that point, I just had a feeling, well, I can do this. <laughs> and I just turned, you know, 
190 degrees yeah. and, and began writing that sort of thing and uh, wound up with a publisher who found a way to record me when we were doing the demos. Yeah. He had these lovely young ladies with wonderful voices doing my demos. Right. And they had no time. They couldn't count three, four in a four, four song. Yeah. And so they couldn't do my songs. And I pleaded with him. I said, please let me try it again. And he said, okay. And it was on Think of Rain. Mm. And he doubled my voice. And for the first time, the doubling was fantastic. It smoothed out all the imperfections. And so everything you're hearing on on Take a Picture and on demos or thoughts, um, all those vocals are doubled. And you've got this, you you have got, I'm going to be honest, I'd imagine it's not everyone's cup of tea, this record, but it's just, you've just got this gorgeous kind of breathy, very sexy voice. It sounds amazing. Well, you know what? I still don't think of myself as much of a singer. I know you said that to me. I think that's incredible. The songs, the, the songs have done me so well. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud of the songs. You, you, so, you mentioned the Beach Boys. Did you ever meet any of the, uh, Brian Wilson or any anybody like that? No, I never met. I never met any of those guys. Mm. I met George Harrison once. Did you really? My favorite Beatle. I, well, just well, my husband was um, handling his publishing at the moment, right? And in this country, in the U.S., and uh, so we met him and had a picture. Uh, taken with him. Fantastic. Uh, but I cut myself out of the picture because it was one of those gorgeous pictures with closed eyes. Oh, no! <laughs> you you meet a beetle and you've got your eyes closed in the photos, Margot. That's terrible. Uh, but well, uh, I have this, the Beach Boys are my favourite favourite band, and uh, God only knows was the the first dance at my wedding, and what a tune, what a tune, you know. It, it, Ian, that song changed my life. Is that the song? That is the song. I w- one day, my friend Dave Frischberg, who's a fantastic jazz pianist, mm. said, you've got to stop by and hear something. And so I walked over to his apartment, and he played God Only Knows for me. It's perfect. The perfect and song. I just didn't believe how beautiful it was. Mm. And I stopped off and bought the record um, on my way home, and I played the record about... 20 million times mm. and turned it off and sat down and wrote Think of Rain. Fantastic. Think of Rain came right out of that song. Now, and then, of course, all the rest followed. Now, so, so, but take a picture. I'm guessing it didn't sell very well. Well, it didn't sell because it it stopped being played because it stopped being promoted right. because I didn't want to tour. So it, would you say that was your fault? Because the, the, the company were putting pressure on you to go and do concerts and you didn't fancy it? Yes. Sure, it was my fault. I I had been in my earlier days uh, married to a jazz musician, mm. and I I had seen too much that performing required an agent and a yep. manager and a, a lawyer and a booking person and a uh, and you got owned by these people. Yeah. They told you where to go, how to look, how to dress, what to say, and I, I didn't want that. You'd be no, so good, on, you'd be no good on the X Factor, Margot. Uh, or or America's Got Talent. That's what it's all about now these days, even more so than the 60s, is the packaging and the gloss and the shiny That's teeth. right. Exactly. And I guess, um, 
I I had about enough daddy when I was five, mm. and I just didn't <laughs> like being told what to do. It's a lovely way of putting it. So what <laughs> happened? What happened after that then? Well, um, I married my publisher, which was probably the smartest thing I ever did in my life. Good work. Well done. Well, because he's taken care of all the copyrights yeah. and all the entanglements, and and he knows exactly what he's doing. Mm. He's made these record deals, and you know what? In the last year or so, he made a, a deal with Beatball Records, which is a Korean label. Okay, and they put out a double package with everything on Take a Picture and everything on Thoughts. And and more stuff, and they put a mini poster in. It, it's the most beautiful package superb, I've ever seen. Superb, and that must give you a lot of satisfaction. I mean, what, what's well, that? 40, Forty-two years ago to take a picture. Absolutely, that's incredible. Can you imagine that this all just sort of blew open yeah. in around uh, two thousand? Yeah. But you're still and, you're recording now, though, still aren't you? Because you sent well, me a song that you did a couple of years ago. Yes, I that. That is my other UK connection. Mm. And that song I wrote because I was so angry at Bush mm. and all the lies he was telling about weapons of mass destruction and all this bull. And um, I wrote a song which was from his 2003 State of the Union address. Yeah. And I, I took these 16 words and I put music to them. Mm. And then we had um, a, a very talented guy did a video for it, which I think is amazing. Mm, it's great. And, and um, the record of 16 Words was released in the UK by Anthony Hall of Pure Mint Records. And he did a beautiful package in which he included the video it's an enhanced CD, yeah. so if you buy it, you get the video, an A-side, and a B-side, which is was an angry little uh, ditty that I wrote for Nixon. <laughs> but, of course, Anthony said to me, well, you know, everyone here thinks that it could have been written for Blair. Yeah. So um, I said, okay, that's all right with me. And, it, it was uh, interesting that because the, 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 the war in the sixties and Vietnam and other wars like that, kind of musicians stood up and said, "Hang on, this is wrong," and did songs and concerts. And for absolutely. the Gulf War, no Neil one, Young, it was Neil Young all, was the only person. No one did it, so Neil Young sort of said, "Well, I might as well do it then," and he came out with his brilliant album. So absolutely, it's, it was such a shame. Everyone just wimped out and went, "Yeah, go on, whatever." I I can't figure why. No, I can't figure why. So, but, I can't figure why the young people in my country aren't protesting what's going on here now. Mm. With with the Tea Party, I suppose you've read a little bit about these people. Yes. Well, it's it's really crazy. Yeah. But um, the young people are not. Um, they're affected by it. They can't get any jobs. I think. I think the thing here is that we had, as I know they were in the states, but we had. There was a huge march when the Gulf War was starting. With like estimates between a million and two million people protesting against the war, and they just ignored it. So most people go, "Well, well, we tried. They're not going to listen to us. What's the point?" Well, you know, I knew about it from from Anthony Hall yeah. because he had these marvelous posters made up of 16 words and he went and splattered them all over the 
you know, where posters are put on yeah. walls and such. And so I was very aware of it, but I saw nothing about it in our press or maybe just the blurb about it. Yeah. Oh, they're protesting in Britain. Yeah. Uh, but I, I couldn't understand why nobody did that here. Yeah. It was... Um, Disappointing, very disappointing, and it remains that way. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. No, but, but Margaret, listen. What I mean, do you do you do concerts? What what, what do no, you do no, now? No, no, no. I never, I never wanted to be a performer. No, and so I never did that. I think it's a great loss that you've not. And I'm sure, oh. I know it's not your bag, but I, th- I, I think it's a great loss because I think it would be an amazing concert. You've got a good band behind you, and I think it would be wonderful. Well, I'll have to find some really cute 18-year-old and teach her all the songs and have her do, go on the road for me. <laughs> and get, get her to do the pose from the cover of the album, because that just uh, that big red jumper, and it's, oh, it's just adorable. You know what? That cover, the Beatball package from Korea, yeah. has the original cover. They had hired a photographer, and interestingly, it was the same photographer who took the uh, picture of Jim Morrison... Oh, where the topless it, one. Yes. Yeah, I know the picture. The yeah. very famous one where he has no shirt. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like a little sort of beady necklace on and he's got his hands doing mm. something. Yes, I know the picture. Right. Well, the same photographer was um, hired and they took a picture for every song. Mm. And the photographer didn't like the way the uh, montage came out. Mm. And he said, we'll have to do this again. But the record company was getting um, panicked, and they said, well, we can't do it now that way. So pick pick one picture. Well, I picked the picture for Think of Rain. Mm. And if you look at that um, cover again, you'll see me looking out of a rainy window, yep. which was the photographer spraying a hose on it. And uh, You see, he was spraying a hose on it? Well, on the window, so it looked like it was <laughs> I know, raining. I know the picture, yeah. I, I'm so naive, Margot. I just assumed that you waited until it was like a rainy day or something. But no, no, of no, not. no, no. We Hollywood. don't do things like that. Hollywood, it's so fake over there, for goodness right. sakes. Do you right. Ever come, do you ever come to the UK at all? Um, I have been, but not in recent years. Come. At, come and I'll buy at, you dinner. Seriously. Well, my, my husband had testified at a trial oh. where Elton John was suing Dick James, his publisher. Oh, yes, cause, uh, yes, I remember that, yes. And so we went over there and had an opportunity to see the uh, British courts close up, and it yeah. was indeed fascinating. Yeah. Well, listen, Margot, if you ever come over, you, I will, I'm going to email you my phone number. You must come and uh, we'll go out for dinner, and I shall treat you to a nice big bag of fish and chips. How's about that? Well, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> and just very quickly, because I, I, I could talk to you all night, but I've got to play adverts and things like that. What What are you doing now? Are you, you going to release any more records? I read somewhere you're a teacher, is that right? Some of my what? I read somewhere that you're, you, you teach music. Yes, I teach piano. Fantastic. I'm a little old piano teacher. <laughs> and I have, I have um, oh, just some lovely children, and I have some lovely adults as well. I have... Um, a young woman who is a music supervisor, yeah. and she's really interesting. Yeah. And I have an 11-year-old girl who's probably the most talented child I've ever run into. Superb. And she, she, I make her learn how to read and count and all that stuff. Yeah. But she, the way she learns is by watching my hands. Yeah, incredible. And, and I'm talking about Bach 
and and handle yeah. and uh, and she watches my hands and she can play it. And that is incredible. I'm it so is. envious of people who I, I can play a little bit of guitar and I can play the ukulele and that's it. And I'm so envious of people that can play the piano because it's just you know if you if you play it well it's just a fantastic gift to have. The piano for me is a snap, but I couldn't play a string instrument if my life depended on it. Listen, I'm I'm coming over to Hollywood. I'm bringing my ukulele, and you and me, we're going to do a concert somewhere, and it's going to be. Are you going to teach me how to play it? I'm going to teach you how to play the ukulele. <laughs> it's going to be awesome, Margot. I promise. Hey, okay. listen, it's it is. I'm up for it. It's so lovely to talk to you. I can't tell you what an honour it is to have on the show, and I think I've fallen a tiny, tiny little bit in love with you. So that's a, but. Oh. Don't tell my wife or your lovely, husband. You're lovely, and I'm so grateful to Twitter for all this. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you mind? I'm, I'm going to be predictable and play Timothy Gone, which I just think is one of the sweetest, sweetest songs I've ever heard. Do you mind if I play that one? I don't mind at all. Margot, listen, thank you very much. It's, uh, if you want to find out more, she is on the internet. There's a Facebook page. There is uh, YouTube clips aplenty, uh, and they're all a treat. And this is uh, from Take a Picture. This is just the sweetest little song. One minute, 48 seconds long. Uh, Timothy Gone. Enjoy. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Women want us, men want us too. Look at you, Bob. New clobber, loads of new gear. What's the deal? The deal is, the new autumn deals at Screwfix. Right. They've got big savings on everything we need for autumn. Chainsaws, portable eaters, radiators, alarms, workwear, security lights, the lot. Oh, nice one, Bob. Now, uh, what are you after? Well, now you've told us that, I lift the Screwfix. Get your end-of-year essentials for less. Get the new autumn deals today at your local Screwfix or visit screwfix.com. When John was driving his car along the open road, somebody crashed into the back and knocked him right out cold. But it wasn't his fault. He didn't do no wrong. If you've been injured in a road accident that wasn't your fault, call BGR Bloomer on 0800 777 because you could get compensation. BGR Bloomer, 0800 777 
even a small slug or snail can carry a lungworm which can be fatal to your dog if swallowed speak to your vet or visit lungworm.co.uk for more information Ian Lee it's about love and life and live radio wrestling matches Ian Lee on Absolute Radio Is better not said now. I'm closer to the edge. It was a thousand to one in a million to two. Time to go down flames, and I'm taking you closer to the
fun this evening. First of all, Margot, wasn't, wasn't she lovely? Yeah. I, I've got, I have got, it was a really good interview. She was nice, wasn't she? It was strange, because I wasn't quite sure what to expect, because, I, you know, I don't know that much about her. I've only got that one album so far. I've got other stuff on order. But I could have just talked, spoken to her for hours. Wasn't she lovely? Yeah, and when people were phoning up, they were like, don't worry, don't hurry about calling me back, because I'm listening to the yeah, interview. No, so so I've got a queue of people that were just having a little chill out. Absolutely wonderful. And she, what a charming lady. If you, I mean, I've got a tiny little crush on her, and I've got even more of a crush now after speaking. She sounds very sexy. She as does well. have that fantastic accent as well. I love that accent. Anyway, so Margot, you're listening. Thank you very much. A pleasure and keep in touch. But then Eloise walks in towards the end of the interview. I'm thinking, well, what's she doing in here? That's that's strange. I was too excited. Has she seen a spider? That she wants me to, uh, to 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 kill or something? What's going on? I think you've just shown me an email, which you I think is genuine. But now the more I think about it, I think well maybe it's not genuine. Why? No, it's got to be because no one else knows that I was getting in touch with this person okay. and I emailed their direct office. Should we say? Are we allowed to say? Or would that jeopardise things? It wouldn't jeopardise things but what if it jinxes things? So we shouldn't say? It's up to you. I'm happy with you saying it. It is very exciting okay. though. I'm not, I'm not going to say who but basically someone I have been trying to get on radio for six years since I've been doing kind of phoning radio at the other place and then here I have tried so many times with so many different producers to get this person and we've either been completely ignored or I think we had a rejection once saying, no thanks, not interested, from the person's like company, you have had an email directly from this man, and we can say it's a man, you've had an email directly yeah. from this man saying, what can we do to make this interview happen? And I think it has to be real because wow. I only emailed the office two days ago, Sad. didn't tell a single person, so not cool. even you, that I'd emailed so them. Cool. I've and I've had a message back, way. and they know exactly what it is that I was asking for. If so it, it goes, has to be real. If it goes no further than this, you've got that man's email address. I'm going to copy it soon, uh, <laughs> and I'm, we're, we're going out soon to celebrate the fact that you received an email from him. <laughs> that, that, that is almost good enough for me. But if he comes on and does an interview, I can literally, I will, I, I can literally phone up my boss the next morning and say, Mr. Grace. I'm going to stop now. I've, I've done everything <laughs> I need to do. I can't is it do that important to you? He's the final one. <gasps> he's the final one on the list of... Oh, my God. The list of those people that yeah. he's connected with, but just the, the list of all time that had Brian Wilson, uh, Andy Partridge. This gentleman is the last one. He's the last one. There's nothing... My, after this, my work here is done. Oh, my God. That's the pressure. How, that's how important this is. It's, it's just when it popped up, right, on my phone, yeah. it's just sat here. Yeah. I was like, I know that name. Yeah, yeah. It can't be. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. And he emailed you directly. That man is yeah. worth so much money. So much money. And I've got him in my inbox. Personal <laughs> email address. I'm going to talk to Charlie. I'm way behind on the music and the stuff. Oh, I don't really care, to be honest. I'm having fun this evening. No, no, no miners out yet, but we'll, we'll let you know if anything happens with the miners. Although I've got to say, I think the sky coverage right. is pretty shocking. Uh, Charlie! Hello! Hello, Charlie! Hello, I've got out of my well. Well done, you. Good for you. You're like those those miners, but um, it in was Ox a tough climb in Oxford. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. How are you? I'm Charlie. I'm on top of the world. So am I. Good for you. I know. I just want to say. Yes. I, I I work with the sewing machine all day, every day. Oh, it's a sewing, <laughs> it's a sewing machine special. Why are you a, are you a sewist? What I'm a seams master. A, a seams master. Yeah, it's like a seamstress, but male. So could you... You say that. So could you, um, like, take my trousers down a bit? 
If you want me to. Good lad. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. But so, I don't know what a seams master does, Charles. Uh, Charlie, not Charles. Well, I, I'm saving that for when I'm like 60. Okay, but Charlie's short for Charles. It's Charles on your birth certificate, isn't it? <laughs> yes, okay. Well, there you go, you see. What's your middle name, Charles? You really don't want to ask. It's double barreled. Oh, I knew it. We've got a tough. Go on. What's your full name, Charles? Charles James Downs. Oh, that's not so bad. It's quite bad. It's Charles James. CJ, as everyone knows. Oh, me. so your name is Charles James? Charles James. So you've got two. You, you got so there's a hyphen between the Charles and the James. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. So you're a seams master. Does that mean that's that's not a full tailor? So you couldn't knock up a suit or anything? I can knock up a suit. I was a full time tailor before I started my job. Oh really? Yeah. So you've taken a step down. I'm taking a step down. I, I knew my profession before I wanted to learn more. Okay, okay. Um, well, Charles, so, so, uh, and what, uh, model, um, what do they call them? Um, sewing machine do you use? Oh, I, I really wouldn't know. I, I know it does 1,500 stitches a minute. No, it doesn't. Nothing can do 1,500 stitches a minute. That's yes, ins- it can. That's insane, Charles James. No, it's not. Charles James Downs, you're talking out of your, your posh bumhole. I am not, thank you very much, Ian Lee. Oh, I think you are, Charles James Downs. Oh. <laughs> you. <laughs> well, there we go. Good good comeback, Charles. Is no, no, that... no, I was doing a friend who said something. Don't it, worry. Is... I'm not worried in the slightest. I could have you in a fight. Charles James, is that all? <laughs> yes. I thought so. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, what a lovely, strange, unusual hour. I like it when the show's like this and it kind of takes on uh, a, a life of its own and goes off on tangents and things. OK, uh, Rose, Rob, Harry, stay there. We'll come back, I'll take your calls and then we'll tout for more business. How's about them apples? Sounds good, huh? I know it's unfair
is Absolute Radio. The now repeat guarantee. Every weekday from 10 while you're at work. Absolute Radio. In Yorkshire, we say, where there's muck, there's brass. Which simply put means, where you find muck, you'll find brass. Another popular Yorkshire saying is, plus net won't be beat on price. Which simply put means, plus net won't be beat on price. In other words, find a price for standalone broadband, plus net will beat it hands down. For all else you want to know about broadband at an unbeatable price, search Plusnet online. Don't search muck or mucky brass. We're not responsible. That's not... That, that's your... Don't... That's not us. Plusnet. Good honest broadband from Yorkshire. Refers to equivalent broadband-only products against Plusnet value. BT line needed. Visit plus.net for price promise details. Subject to availability and set-up fee. Conditions apply and that's the legals. Bubbles Devere pops into Nationwide. Morning. I've seen the most divine-looking current account in your window. The Flex account. You're reading my mind, darling. Well, as your main account, you get exclusive offers on mortgages. Oh. And great deals on loans. Yeah. And free European travel insurance. Oh, you can whisk me away to Paris, Rome, Vienna. We can have a wild affair. I, I'm afraid I'm married. Oh, you little tease. Flex account. The current account with no monthly fee and lots of exclusive offers. Visit nationwide.co.uk. Nationwide. Proud to be different. Eligibility requirements apply to main flex accounts. European travel insurance provided by UKI and subject to eligibility exclusions apply. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, absolute. Radio. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. Wayne, I, 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 I don't want to be the president of 
excited by this miners story genuinely i might step a bit tonight when i go home and watch this on sky uh, miners rescued zero of 30 they got a counter for crying out loud eloise i have found um some colorblind tests oh okay so what we'll do is i'll get through these four calls right and Brad probably takes it up to 20 past and then we'll do the colorblind test and we'll find out if, if you're colorblind i'm a bit worried why are you worried because what if i wanted to to the what if I wanted to become a pilot? Well, you wouldn't be able to, and that would be for the benefit of everybody that we knew. The reason we're doing this to kids is because, uh, Eloise, you can't see things in 3D on, on 3D TVs. Is that what the argument was? I can only see it a little bit, yeah. A little bit of 3D, and so mm. I suspect, being a, the trained doctor that I am, that she may be a colour blind. We'll do it in about 15, 20 minutes. All right, minutes. then. Okay. Uh, Rose, hello, Rose. Hello, Ian. Sorry to keep you waiting so long, Rose. It's all right, sweetheart. Busy, busy show this evening. Uh, uh, lemmings. Le- sorry? Lemmings. Oh, yes. Can you remember they have the little counter in the corner? Where? Where? On Lemmings, you know, when they bring the miners through and Lemmings. On the video game? Yeah. What are you doing? You've come from such a sideways angle, Rose. What? I would never have expected you to phone up to talk about the video game Le- <laughs> Lemmings. Well, you started talking about counters and yeah. miners. And I suddenly thought Lemmings. You're right, it did have a little counter, didn't Uh-oh. it? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Let's just you, you, Rose, every time you call in, we learn a little bit more about you. I've been down a mine. Sorry? You've been I've down a mine. <laughs> I didn't ask, but in Chile? No, no, no in so content. Okay, did you get trapped down there for 66 days? No, but it, it was deep. Do you, what I don't get, right? What, so what were you doing down a mine? Just a tourist action. Okay. I don't get the, you know these people that go potholing? Pardon? Yes, you breathe very heavily at the end of that sentence. These people that go potholing. Yeah. You know where they find, like, a little hole underneath a hill and they go crawling? Yeah. What is the point of that? Well, it must be great fun. What, crawling through a really damp, tight space? Have we never been to Grimes Graves? To whose? Grimes, Grimes Graves. It's a pit, uh, no. flint mine. I've been to um, Wookie Hole. I'm going to make, a, uh, like, a cave and just charge people to go in it. What do you mean you're going to make a cave? I thought you did already, Eloise. Sorry. What? <gasps> Rose is getting rude! I know. I'm she's running totally, out of breath. She's totally called you a prostitute. That's I know. Me, that lady I wouldn't did do a well thing like that. No, Rose, the thing about, the thing about um, Eloise's caves, she's got two. Now, I've been so, called it before. Yes. <laughs> So, Rose, OK, well, uh, are you all right? You're sounding a bit puffed up. Oh, I'm not on my steroids this week. Oh, OK, so that makes it all a bit... A bit... I had an operation last week. Oh, what, what, an operation on what, if you don't want me asking? I. Sorry? An I. Oh, I thought you were doing oh, an no, AG impression. Oh, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't oh, want to hear it. They do it I... while you're awake, Eloise. No, honestly, they I will... They dig into that's... your eye while you're awake. Oh, this is the one thing that's not on my donor card. I and can't give my eyes. you don't feel anything. But what, so what, what do you mean, they, di- they dig into your eye? Yes, yeah, Operation. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's better on drugs because you see all these flashing lights. Yes. So, the, but they, and what they give you an injection to to the, the, the analysis. Put drops in. Yeah. Just put drops in, and, and you don't feel a thing. 
You just lie there while they do it. But do they have your eye clamped open like in a clockwork yeah. orange? Yeah. Okay, so you can see everything going on. Oh, no. Oh, please stop well, talking I about it. Before, could I? Oh, I was okay. blind in that eye. And so what did they cut into the jelly of the eye? No, the corner the I can't listen to this. And then they use a sonic thing. I asked the nurse if it was a sonic screwdriver. You know, here's something. And she said no. Are you, are you much of a Doctor Who fan, Rose? Uh, yes. How, do you know how My many... husband wants a sonic screwdriver for Christmas. Oh, I bet he does. I bet uh. you want a sonic rabbit. So, are you aware how many times the Doctor can regenerate before he dies? No. It's 12, right? The Doctor can regenerate 12 times before he dies, right? He ain't got many more to go then, has well, he? this is it. And this has been the been Doctor Who fact for, since about 1974, OK? But now the BBC are changing the rules, and it turns out he can have an infant number of regenerations. Oh. Doctor Who fans are up in arms! Oh. So you're not that bothered by it? Not really, no. Okay. As long as I see more programmes. Exactly. Rose, lovely to talk to you. Bye-bye. See you later on, my dear. Bye. Ta-ta. There we go. I love Rose. Absolutely fantastic. Mucky pup. Harry Bauer? Yo. Yo, yo, yo. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm really good. Long time no speak. It is. How's your wife and your kid? They're all right. OK. What? Sorry, Eloise. What a weird question. I know. Very weird question. I know. I know. He's trying to... The thing is, Bauer's voice is breaking a little bit, and he's he's got a birthday coming up soon. He's trying to be like a man. He's trying to be like a man. How's yeah, your wife and uh, kid? Yeah, they're good. They're good. Okay. Th- that's fine, then. He's trying to be like a man, and that's what you do. Well, how old are you now, Bauer? What, 15? Uh, 15 or 30. 15 or 30. That's what, you, that's what you do, and that's fine. And that's, you know, you grow up and you try and speak like, like grown-ups. It's not how grown-ups really speak. Trying to be more mature. Trying to be more mature. I tell you what I've started doing, Bauer, and yeah. I did this the other day at the um, knitting and stitching show in Alexandra Palace, and my friend went... What did you do that for? I said, it's brilliant fun. You've got to try it. He said, I can never do that. Is if you're talking to an old lady, like in her 60s or 70s, and it wouldn't work for you because you're too young, but it works for me because I'm nearly 40. Yeah. And I offered her a chair. I said, there you go, love, sit on that. And I called her love. And she liked it. I liked it. And my friend couldn't believe it. He's going, why, why did you call her love? I said, because the ladies in their 60s, 70s, they love it. Yeah, they do love they it. They do love it. They get a, they do, someone yeah. they consider to be a young man, a bloke who's nearly 40, calling them love. They think it's it's marvellous. Absolutely marvellous. So that's my new thing now. It makes them feel y- l- young. It does. Yeah, it, does. it makes them feel young. And, and then I started. Feel... What? Harry, why are you copying everything I'm saying? Yeah, what? Yeah. Oh. Then I started tickling her boobs. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. That made her feel very young. So, Bao, you've called in. What do you want? I just, I haven't called in for a while. I just thought I'd say hello and see how everything's going and just, you know, that, that's basically just, it. Really. Just bring the show down a little bit is what you thought you'd do. Just kind of slow everything down, suck the life out of it, you know, make it Up a bit... yours! Oh, dear, it, well, dear we go, you see. He tried to be the big man and it turned out... Very funny, very funny <laughs> out there. But you can't, you can't tame these 15-year-olds. Kevin from East London! Hello, Mr. Lee. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm really good. I'm in really good form this evening. Not necessarily the show, but but uh, me personally. And it's it's a rarity that happens, so I'm enjoying it. I would just like to congratulate you on that amazing interview with Margot. That was brilliant. Wasn't she delightful? What a she lovely lady. I, I am now going to try and find a lot of her stuff and download it. He's going, now listen, I've got to warn it. it's not to everyone's cup of tea, this, because it's this very kind of breathy thing, uh, but I love it. I just think it's a, re- it's a, it's an 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning album that you can just put on while you're reading the papers and just relax. It's beautiful, beautiful. It is, and as you were saying about the Beach Boys, uh, the one that, the, the Beach Boys track that really done it for me was In My Room. 
in my room. Yeah, that was kind of when they started to mature slightly from the surf and the, the cars and the hot rods and the girls. And that, that they right, just yeah. kind of, you, you start to think, oh, hang on, there's a little bit more to this band than just uh, Sunshine. So, uh, yeah, um, it's a brilliant song. And then they tried to revisit with Do It Again, I believe. Well, yeah, Do It Again, they, hadn't, they, they, they didn't have a hit for a while. And so Mike Love says, hey, I know what, why don't we write a surfing song? And it was co-written. Do you know who, who uh, Mike and Brian wrote that with? Oh, no, I can't remember. Oh, see, now I'm saying this, I don't think it's right. I was going to say Brian Wilson's dad, Murray Wilson, but I think he co-wrote Breakaway. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, the reason for my call... Yes, sir. You know, on Saturdays, they have on the football show the every time a goal is scored, you go... On on this station? Yeah, on this station, I I must be honest, I don't like football, uh, so I don't listen to that show. Right, well, what I I hear it's excellent, by the way. I hear it's an excellent show. It is. What I was thinking, with these miners that are coming up, yeah. every time one comes up, uh, the DJs uh, like, all through the night should, should play a little snippet of Blinded by the Light by Mathematics. I, I think they should. I think it's Mark Crosley on this evening. Hello, is Mark Crosley? Yes, it is. Well, Mark, I will suggest that to Crosley, Stills and Nash. And if he doesn't <laughs> do it, Kevin, then you and I, we're going to tie him to an office chair and dangle him over the edge of a building. How's about that? The top of one golden square would be lovely. Yeah, we'll teach him. Kevin, thank you very much for that suggestion. Uh, let's have one more call before we uh, play a record and then do uh, Louise's colour blindness test. Festa! Hello, Ian. Hello, Festa. How are you, mate? Oh, right? well, how are you doing, right? <laughs> Listen, I just want to tell you that um, I went to see uh, John Lennon's uh, memorial sculpture yesterday. Where's that? Uh, in Liverpool. Oh, it would be, I suppose. Yes, yeah. of course. Yes. It's nice, like, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's like a, a peace thing. Yeah. Well, he's like a token of peace or whatever. Yeah. Well, I was sitting down, I was having a few beers, I got a bit of chicken from uh, uh, Tesco's and that, and Beautiful. I was sitting there eating it. Yeah. And some American geezer come over to me and started having a go at me, saying it was disrespectful and all that. Well, were you, what, what, were you sitting on Lennon's head or something? No, 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 what I was doing was I was sitting by it, yeah. and I was just having, you know, I was celebrating in my own way, like, you know. I think you can eat chicken by... I, I think Janet... Gen- disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't going to argue with him until he turned around to me and said... He goes, uh, you wouldn't walk through strawberry fields and drink beer like that. I said, mate, listen, strawberry fields is a, a Salvation Army children's zone just down the road here. Do you know what I mean? Not that yeah. place in America. That's just a, uh, another token. Although I've, like I've, been, I've been to the strawberry fields in the Central Park. Yeah, very yeah. Nice. Uh, and you should... having a right, right go. Listen, what you should have said was... was... These two scouse lads come over. Yeah. And this was the um, icing on the cake. Because they come over and said, hey, lads, hey, lads, calm down, calm down. And Ooh. that was it. Then it got, like, broke attention for me. But the, what uh, you should have said was... is what there was three of them. What you should have said was, Oi, Yankee Doodle Dandy, if it wasn't for your lot, Lennon would still be alive. Oh, no. See, I should have said that, shouldn't I? You, 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 you lot put a bullet in him, for goodness That's right. sakes. Kidnapped him and killed him. Unbelievable. Not right, is it? When I went to college, for, for a, bizarrely for a year, yeah. we had a guy called Casey Chapman right. come over from the States and like an exchange thing and study with us for a year. Yeah. And we got t- to talking, uh, and our, we went, Oh, Chapman, that's an unusual name. You're not related to Mark Chapman, are you? He went, yeah, he's my cousin. Oh, my God. And it was Mark Chapman's cousin. Jeez Louise. And we, bizarrely, he, he, he was quite, he was, he was proud of it, if I'm honest. He was proud nah. of it. And there was one night, we had like a stand-up comedy night, and he came on, and at one point he started singing a Beatles song. And everyone, someone shouted to him, some wag shouted, Wait, your cousin's already murdered one of the Beatles, stop murdering the Beatles songs. <laughs> Unbelievable! Jeez, it's not right, is it? I'll tell it's... you what, they're, they're so flash, so they come over here. They come over here, they're American Honestly, ways, they're really big, big, uh, big... I said, it's my countryman, not yours. Yeah, we go. But... Let's starting to, to get a little bit, little bit racist there, so we'll probably cut and play a song, shall we? Yeah, like it. 
Colourblind test coming up after this. Is Eloise colourblind? Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. On a bridge across the seven on a Saturday night Susie meets the man of her dreams He says that he got in trouble and if she doesn't mind He doesn't want the company But there's something in the air they share A look in silence and everything is understood Man and puts a grip on his hand as the rain puts a tear in his eye. She says, Don't let go, never give up. It's such a wonderful life. Don't let go, never give up. It's such a wonderful life. Station cries into the leather seat. And Susie knows the baby was a family man, but the world has got him down on his knees. So she throws him at the wall and kisses, burn like fire. And suddenly he starts to believe. He takes her in his arms and he doesn't know why, but he thinks that he begins to see. She says, Don't. Radio and our guest today, boy George. Hello. Hello. When you look back at that period of music from the 80s, would you now sit in your flat of an evening? Would you ever put on music from the 80s? And if so, which which records? Yeah, I don't I don't put my own records on really. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, of course, Mick Hucknall famously, when seducing the ladies, would uh, put on his own records. Well, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if that was true, unless you've actually... <laughs> something you want to tell us. <laughs> I was in the wardrobe at the time. Just <laughs> White's Home Time Show, this afternoon from five. With Cobra. Love curry, love Cobra. Please drink responsibly. Absolute Radio. Save super amounts of money at Money Supermarket. The Haggle Daddy here to say that Money Supermarket can help you find a great deal on your car insurance. We're gonna help you save lots of cash. Oh yeah! With over 100 insurers and exclusive deals. Cruising down the airways to save you dash. Yeah, for great car insurance deals, go to moneysupermarket.com. Tell the people, honeys! Save super amounts of money at Money Supermarket. When it comes to standalone broadband, Plusnet, a good Yorkshire company, won't be beat on price. I'll demonstrate this with Malcolm and his trusty tuber. Here's another broadband company's price. And this is Plusnet's lower price. No matter how low another company's price, Plusnet will always be lower. For more music to your ears, search Plusnet online. Plusnet, good, honest broadband from Yorkshire. Refers to equivalent broadband-only products against Plusnet value. BT line needed. Visit plus.net for price promise details. Subject to availability and setup fee. Conditions apply. Ian Lee's two-hour-long late-night radio show starting at 11. I know when to go out. I know when to stay in. Get things done.
Hello, Tom. You're colourblind, are you? I am. How did you discover it, and what colours can't you see? I discovered it when I was at school. We had a colourblind uh, test uh, come in. Yeah. And uh, I can't see really dark colours, like brown, black, some green. And how... I, 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 I'm, I'm making light of it, but I, I find it so fascinating. How does that affect your day-to-day life, if at all? It can do. I mean, um, especially if I'm working with, uh, I mean, painting as well. If I'm painting before and I've painted things the wrong colour. Oh, that doesn't yeah. really happen, does it? Yeah, I went to paint something brown and I've painted it dark green. And what causes, I bet they were well annoyed, what causes the colour blindness? That I don't really know, to be honest. Um, you know the people that test the colour blind? Is that all they do? Is that their job, a colour blind tester? Yeah, I guess they just go around schools and they just test kids to see if they're going to be colourblind. All right, well, Tom, listen, stay there, would you? because we might need your help here. Eloise? Yeah? I, I've sent, I've emailed Eloise a colourblind um, link, uh-huh. OK? And so we're going to do right. the test now. And I've looked at a couple, and so I, I, I can do it, and I'm fine. So, Eloise, what have you got on your screen now, please? So the first thing, it's asking me to find the circle, star, and or square. Can you see them? On the left-hand side, there's a circle. Yep, In yep. the middle, there is a star, yep. and on the right, there is a square, now, and they're all yellow. You're feeling a bit cocky, aren't you? Yeah. If you says click here to find the correct answer, it says everyone should be able to see the circle, star, and square. Everyone. Okay. So you, you've you've done that. Okay. Yeah. So click here to see test card number one. So click to the next square. Okay. And it says try and find a circle, star, and or square in, in this in there. On the left hand side, a little bit lower than the top, there yep. is a square and yep. it's yellow. Yep. And on the right hand side, at the top corner, there is like an orange and red circle. Okay, you've got that right. Colour blind individuals should see the yellow square. Colour normal should see the yellow square and faint brown circle. Okay, is this sounding like the kind of test you did, Tom? Yeah, exactly the same thing. Okay, okay. Let's let's go on to the next card. Try and find a circle, st- uh, star, and or square. Eloise, go! Hang on, test card two. Um, oh. Hang on, circle. I can't see a star anywhere. There is no star, correct. Okay. There's a square on the left-hand okay. side okay. that's at the top, and not quite in the corner, and it's orange and browny sort of colours. Okay. And then next to it, on the right-hand side, there is a yellow circle. Okay, I think you might, I think you might be all right. Okay, go to the next one. And you've got to try and find either a dog, boat, balloon, or car. It's what? a boat. You've got it. I, I think you're fine, Eloise. This is all just bullshine. That's it. That's the end of the uh, test. You passed the test. You're not colourblind. Yay. Sound a bit more excited. Yeah. Come on. whoop de whoop I can see some colours. Yeah. Woo. I can see colours. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't see color. Uh, but, but, uh, the, the, Sorry, Tom. <laughs> why why can't she see three D then, Tom? I'm asking those though you're some expert. I wish I knew that as well, Ian. I really do. I so, can uh, see it a little bit, but not as much as everyone goes on about it. My, like... my brother and my dad are also colorblind, but we've all got different shades of color that we can't see. <laughs> I should laugh. That's well. So, so you can't see dark colours. What can't your brother see? My brother struggles with lighter colours. Oh, okay. My, dad, my dad's the worst. He can't see bugger all, really. Between you all, God knows what your house is like. <laughs> it's, um, it was Dubai. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I mean, Tom, how old are you? I'm 24. So, uh, 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 I, I hate to say this, but surely, it, it, of all the disabilities you can have, this is kind of one of the more fun ones, isn't it? Yeah, and I have used it for fun. I've had people in the past come up to me saying, what colour is this? And yeah. I pretended not to know. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you really are colour blind. 
And is it true? Is it true uh, that girls find it a bit of a turn on? That is true. Yes. I've used it to my advantage. <laughs> get in there. Get in there, Thomas. Uh, uh, well, Tom, listen, thank you very much for your help on that. You're more than welcome. Much appreciated. Good lad. Uh, and if it, okay, well, now the question is why can't Eloise see proper 3D? Colin said it's because I've got bifocal vision, but I've no idea what that means. Well, bifocal glasses are where the top half means you can you can see in the distance, and yeah. the bottom half of the glasses you can see close up. But what's bifocal vision? Because I am short-sighted. Yeah. Um, so don't struggle with reading things close, yeah, yeah. but do with things far away. So I don't know, I don't think that's bifocal, is it? That's just short-sighted. No, you're not bifocal, you're bisexual, I think, <laughs> is, is the thing, with your two wookie holes up for end. Ian! I didn't start it, that old wheezy lady did. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you did an impression of her. I, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing, I wasn't doing an impression, that is a terrible thing to do. Daz! Hello, how are you, Ian? Um, everyone's asking me, and you know what? I'm in such a good mood this evening, I don't mind. I'm excellent, my friend, excellent. Good. Listen, I've got a bit of a question for you. I'm a bit new to this uh, iPod business. Hang on a second. Sorry, Eloise, if you yawning, could you do it off mic, please? <laughs> very rude. <laughs> very, very off-putting. Listen, I've got an email here. Oh, Daz. I'm going to use this against you all the time. Can I just say, Daz? Oh, Daz, you ask the question. Go on, then we'll, we'll do something else. Go on. Yeah, um, I'm... I'm recently had an iPod touch um, yeah. and I've got a few albums that I've downloaded oh, yeah. and they're all distorted on my iPod. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had the same no. problem? No. You haven't? No. no, me either. You should go to the shop. I would say it's knackered. Would you? Probably. Well, yeah. But th- th- there's loads of other albums on there that play fine. What do you want me to do it, Daz? Am I, does it, sorry, does it, did I say earlier on that I'm an Apple specialist and I'll be happy to fix or exchange any faulty goods? No, I didn't! I'm a phone right. radio show! I don't know anything about it! I thought you'd... Because you've had one longer than me, I thought you might be ex- expert in them. I'm not expert in it! I've just got, like, songs on it and stuff, innit? Did you? Oh, well, you're no use. They're not yours! Not yours! So, yesterday, uh, yesterday's show was dominated by um, a row that was had between myself, Ian Lee, good evening, uh, and my lady producer, Eloise, she's over there. Yep. Uh, where we discussed whether we're allowed to talk about the adverts on the radio. And I said, as an experienced broadcaster of six years, who'd had <laughs> one um, serious uh, Ofcom complaint upheld uh, and had been involved in a £13,000 fine, which I contributed £2,000 of my own money to, uh, that I knew... Did you really have to do that? I didn't have to... It was... Um, d- did I have to? I sort of had to. It was suggested that I might like to make a contribution towards it, and I suggested that figure. It was Mr Lloyd in the old place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of thought, you know, I was angry about it, but I thought... You should have haggled down. Well, I thought, you know what, I, I, I've got to show some willing here, otherwise I'm going to get the sack. And they, you know, but they haven't... But radio companies have insurance for that kind of thing that covers it. I, I also thought they should have fought it, but right. they, they never do. They never do, because if they lose, it becomes bigger. But I thought they should... Anyway. Okay, okay. So we were discussing whether you're allowed to talk about the adverts, and I've always been brought up to believe, no! No, you're not allowed to talk about the adverts. Eloise thought the complete balls end opposite. I don't know what that phrase means, but I quite like <laughs> it. Anyway, during the show last night, I texted uh, Mr Sylvester, who is one of the senior management team here at Absolute Radio. Uh, very, very hard worker. I'm not quite sure exactly what he does, but he's a very, very hard worker, very efficient, and uh, Eloise is a big, big fan of his work. So I knew that if he, whatever he sent, Eloise, um, as uh, uh, the minion 
would respect Mr. Sylvester, Sylvester's <laughs> wishes. So, I texted, Dear Mr. Sylvester, am I right in thinking that as a commercial radio station, we are not allowed to talk about the ads at all? Eloise thinks we can. He wrote back, Greetings from Rome. He's showing off. He's in Rome. That's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. No need for that. Greetings from Rome. You are right. You in um, capital letters means he's shouting it. You are right. Not allowed to talk about the ads. And then he's put a little kiss, which is affectionate. So, Eloise, Carr, I rest my case. Up yours, Delors. I was right. You were wrong. But... I, to counter you asking Paul Sylvester, I asked the person above him... Who's that? Mr Grace Jr. Oh. And said, can we talk about the ads? Right, Okay. This would be interesting. He said, if you're talking in a neutral way, you can, but... Ah, there's a caveat, yes, bar, but, she says but, where's the but going to be? It's gonna you shouldn't be on my let side. the listeners do it, because they're rarely neutral. So, I admit, I shouldn't have put that caller on, but, 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 no, 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 you're twisting it here. Well done, well spotted, yes, I was twisting it. Because... If they were going to be neutral, it wouldn't have been bad. And it still means okay. that we can talk about it if we are neutral. Okay. But to be on safe grounds, we shouldn't. But can, we okay. can you, if you, we're being you neutral. You can't have a sentence with six buts in. Can I, can, I, can I come in now, Eloise? Can I say something? Okay. Um, first of all, so, uh, the caller shouldn't talk about the ads at all. Well, they can if they're being neutral, but we don't know if they're ever going to be, so we should say no to them. Okay. This isn't what you said last night, Eloise. Would you like me to remind you what you said last night? No, I know what I said last night. Please, please uh, elucidate. I said if we're not saying anything negative, yeah, and we can talk about them. Okay, that was wrong. That was incorrect. So basically, what you said, let's. But do you see how I can admit that I'm wrong? But you haven't done that yet. What you said last (laughs) night, I just want to make sure we got this clear. Okay. What you said last night about the adverts, that was wrong, was it? Not entirely. Let's okay, but let's just l- last. No, time, what you said. Okay, what you said. Not entirely. It's my me, final answer. Let me finish. What you said about the adverts um, that we are allowed to talk uh, about the adverts as long as we're not being negative. That was wrong, wasn't it? Yes. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty in the valley of your heart. The sun, it rises slowly as you walk Away from all the fears and all the faults you've left behind The harvest left no food for you to eat You cannibal, you meat-eater, you see But I've seen the same, I know the shame in your defeat But I will hold on hope and I you choke on the noose around your neck and I'll find strength in pain and I will change my ways I'll know my name as it's cold again
my time You take what is yours and I'll take mine Now let me at the truth which will refresh my broken mind So tie me to a post and block my ears I can see where those orphans through my tears And know my call despite my faults and despite my Come out of your cave walking on your hands And see the world hanging upside down You can understand dependence when you know the maker's land So make your sirens call and sing all you want I will not hear what you have to say Cause I I remember being at the top of the stairs and seeing Robert Robinson walking up the stairs. Now, he was known, I don't know if you're aware of this, as the king of comb-over. But he didn't have a comb-over. He had a sort of a comb round. It was an absolute work of art. It was like a spiral, a brill cream spiral. If he pirouetted, I think I would have been hypnotised. Frank Skinner, Saturday morning at 8. Brought to you by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Working towards a mintier world. When it comes to standalone broadband, Plusnet, a good Yorkshire company, won't be beat on price. I'll demonstrate this with Malcolm and his trusty tuber. Here's another broadband company's price. And this is Plusnet's lower price. No matter how low another company's price, Plusnet will always be lower. For more music to your ears, search Plusnet online. Plusnet, good, honest broadband from Yorkshire. Refers to equivalent broadband-only products against Plusnet value. BT line needed. Visit plus.net for price promise details. Subject to availability and setup fee. Conditions apply. The Absolute Radio Ticket Store. The man. The guitar. The legend. Jeff Beck. <laughs> Jeff Beck tours the UK this month. 
Reserve your place now at absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. Don't miss Jeff Beck. The Absolute Radio Ticket Store. Someone said I'll win a year's supply of Jaffa Cakes. Yeah. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. It's time for the most dangerous part of the show. Triple M. Straight to air.
So for the last 15 minutes of the show before Mark Crosley comes in, uh, we'll take your call straight to air if you want to give us a call. 0330-123-1215. Is that slow enough for you? Press button one, the phone will ring, and I'll take some calls uh, randomly to air. Don't swear, don't be libelous. We have a seven-second delay so I can dump anything and ban you from ever calling in. A little bit of business. Uh, don't forget to join the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee Show. Uh, also, the iTunes podcast, they're working now, apparently. Eloise sent a very firm email to the boss of iTunes. Nothing happened. She sent another one, CCing the boss of Absolute Radio in. Something happened. So well done, Eloise. Nice work. So you should be able to get um, last week's and this week's full podcast and the best podcasts uh, as well. And don't forget, next week, I'm not here. I'm doing um, Jeff's uh, drive time, home time show. Um, uh, Monday to Friday, five to eight o'clock, three-hour show, blimey. Haven't done one of them for a while. Uh, so do join me. We'll have phone calls and uh, the usual business and bits and pieces, and um, we'll see what we can do, shall we? We'll have some fun. So that's next week, Monday's the Thursday, Monday to Friday, uh, five to eight. But the last 15 minutes of the show, if you want to give us a call now, and you can do anything you want. You can talk about the stuff we've talked about. You can talk about what's happening in Chile. Uh, you can sing a song. You can make rude noises. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Oh, double three oh, one two three, twelve fifteen is the phone number. Press button one, uh, and then wait. And then you could be on the air like this. Line four, you're on the wireless. Oh, they bottled it. Wing up. Doesn't always work. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, Line 2, you're on the air. Turn your, radio, turn your radio off. Hi. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, Ian. Hello there. Right, the reason for my call is I couldn't cut myself off last time I called. Um, your intro music. Oh, yes. I was thinking of the uh, opening of um, the Riverboat song by Ocean Colour Scene. Well, th- hang on, th- wasn't that the theme tune to TFI Friday? I don't know, I never watched TFI Friday. Yeah, well, down, 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 down. Yep. Yeah, that was TFI Friday. Oh, well. I think... Speaking announcing, sort of like a big You're right, it's an excellent, excellent theme tune, without a shadow of a doubt, but I fear it's too uh, closely associated to the ginger one for us to oh, be able yeah, to use yes. it. I can understand why. But thank you for the suggestion, Bob. Right, yeah. Cheers, my dears. We are looking, and we'll, have, we'll make a decision by the end of this week. We are looking... For a theme tune for the show, because I'm a bit bored of the Rocky theme. And it'll be nice to have something different. And we've got people suggesting, um... Um... What about, we had some new ones suggested. Rock Lobster by the B-52s, Wooly Bully, Louie Louie. Uh, Mind Your Language, yeah, I kind of tried that. Um... The Naked Gun theme, thank you Mick for that. Um, if you've got any suggestions, 0330. Uh, no, email, you can email those, don't you? Or call us. Ian.lead, absoluteradio.co.uk. Do I sound tired? Do I sound tired? I'm very tired all of a sudden. Tired and hungry, and I've got no food in. My dinner this evening was a Boots cheese and coleslaw sandwich. And for dessert, I had some Tang Fastics. Tang Fastics are delicious. They're not a dessert, though, are they? You can't eat them as a dessert. Four! You're on the wireless. Yeah, man. Uh, I've got an idea for a theme for you. Uh, for a theme? Uh, the theme music, sorry. Yes, go on. Uh, the theme tune from Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Um, I should have that on my... Remind me how it went. 
Keep going. That's as much as I can remember. Oh, okay. Well, hang on. I wonder if I've got Sonic on. You know, sometimes on your iPod, if you sp- oh, there we go. Look, you can make the letters change. Right, hang on. So I've still got an old one, what they call an iPod Classic. Oh, the iPod Classic. Oh, is it? Was it the black and white screen? Yeah, man. Oh, wicked! Uh, Do you, have you changed the battery, or is the battery still going? Uh, no, it's 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 still the old white one. Really? Well, that... the, yeah, it's still barely alive. Because I had to change my battery in that. I've, 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 I wonder where my old iPod Classic is. I used to love that, that big brick. I'm talking while I try and find, um, I've got Selemen. No, I haven't got it. No. Thanks for that, Doctor Doom. Oh, okay, goodbye. Bye-bye, goodbye. There we go. What a polite, polite young anarchist he was. It's, um, let's see where we're going here. Let's go to line two. Two, you, oh. Oh, I pressed the cut-off button. Sorry, line two, call back. Five, you're on the wireless. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, Ian, it's Mark. Well, not Mark. I'm getting, um, I'm just getting that little tingle. What's that, mate? Tingle in the dingle. No, tingle in the back of my throat that makes me think I'm getting a cold. Have you got a cold, love? I think I'm getting a cold. Have you got some, uh, as Barry would say, some honey linctus? No, I'm going to get some. There's a lovely uh, uh, grocer's near me, and I shall f- go and get some, um... A grocer's? Green That's grocers. very... 1920s, well, the well, grocers. Well, what is he? Well, it's, uh, it's the pharmacy, isn't it? No, a greengrocers, I'm going. No, the pharmacy. Oh, greengrocers. Oh, OK, yeah, OK. Well, what, what's the name? Here's something for you. What's the name? What's the job description? The yes. job... Here we go, a second. What's the job title of the man that runs this country? <coughs> Do you want the clean version, or the... <laughs> Let's have the clean version. <laughs> Uh, he's the Prime Minister. Oh, OK. Now, you say, uh, interesting one, Nut, you say it right. You say the Prime Minister. Yes. But no-one does. I don't think... I, I don't. I, I kind of make it into one word. I say the Prime Minister. The Prime no, Minister. Oh, you're wrong. It's two words. No, it is two words. You're right. But I, I say <coughs> Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Prime and right. I, and I so stopped, you've got me doing it now. Well, I, and I think that most people do. We'll, we'll, do, we'll talk about this tomorrow, because I've been into yeah. this for ages. But, uh, and I tried, as I became aware that I was doing this, I tried to say Prime Minister. Yes. And it just sounds wrong. It does, because it seems like it's like one Prime word. You're right what you say. It's, it's like minister. it should be one, one word, Prime Mark, Prime Minister, minister. Prime I've got a, I've got a theme music for you. Yeah, go on. C- can I play it, yeah? Yeah, go on. I don't know if you'll hear it. It's, it's the theme from the Carry On Doctor. You yeah. ready? OK, go on. Here you go. What do you think of that, then? No. I'm right in, in saying that carry-on films are not funny in the slightest, aren't they? They're, they're utter rubbish. Maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow as well. They're rubbish. And you get people going, oh, no, they're classic uh, British comedies. They're rubbish. Really, really rubbish. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, I am? All right. I've got a brilliant theme song. Yeah, go on. Four, five, five, oh. Did it... Ian, yeah? Yeah, go on. 
And plus, Ian, right? I'm colourblind. Ian? Ian, the, the sky is nice and blue. Uh, the stars are black. Yeah? Have you heard Sammy Davis Jr. singing the theme tune to Hawaii Five-O? Uh, and plus, I've got tunnels, yeah. um, tunnel vision, yeah. cross-eyes. Yes. Have um, you heard Sammy um, Davis Jr. singing the theme tune to Hawaii Five-O? No, how does it go? It goes a little bit like this. If you get in trouble, bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea. Don't you let them get you up against the wall Cause I'll be there to catch you And I won't let you fall Call me if they hit you below Call me when there's nowhere to go And I'll be there You can count on me They all desert you And you start to bend You know I won't let them hurt you 